This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. Rodgers to the end zone. Caught for the touchdown. James Jones. I'm not a big gambler. I only play the slots. Because you know what they say. Scared money. Don't make money. And I got scared money. Bears going to throw. Pumps. Looks end zone. Throws for the end zone. Wide open. James Jones. John Gruden has not coached since 2008. So what makes you believe that he is the guy to take this franchise to the next level? You know, and it's just Kelly Swag. Hey, hey, hey. I should have actually said, hey, 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 because that's how I'm feeling. That's my mood. (laughs) Y'all know why I'm here. This is a bonus episode of Keeping It 300. I'm flying solo for this one because our guy, James Jones, is big time. (laughs) He is in Chicago right now covering the Bears and Packers game. It actually just wrapped up a few minutes ago. And he'll be happy about it because the Packers won. It wasn't pretty, but the Packers won. Edging the Bears 10-3. And by the final score, you can tell it was a defensive battle. But that, of course, is not why I'm here. Nope. I wish I was doing this episode because something awesome happened with the Raiders. But uh, no, that is not the case. The Raiders still have an Antonio Brown problem. Yeah. I just recorded a podcast on Monday. Some of you may have listened to it, right? James and I saying, thank goodness the A.B. feet and helmet issues were a thing of the past. It's time to play football. A.B. is all in, you know, and A.B. actually literally posted on his Instagram a photo of his helmet. And the picture said, quote, helmet drama over. Okay, this was from his Instagram. Helmet drama over. Well, since that was over, A.B. was like, nah, man, let me double down real quick. Let me do something crazy. Let me do something stupid. So he did something stupid, guys. Real stupid. It started with A.B. posting a letter he received from Mike Mayock, right? He posted it on his Instagram story. The letter was a notice that A.B. was being fined because he missed a walkthrough and he missed a training camp practice, right? Okay, both were unexcused absences, if you will. And under the CBA... His contract and the Raiders club discipline schedule, that's the total, all right? Yeah. Well, A.B. wrote on the photo, when your own team wants to hate but there's no stopping me now, devil is a lie. Everyone got to pay this season, so we clear. That's what he wrote on the photo when he posted it. Now, that didn't surprise me at all. I mean, I'm sure it didn't surprise you guys either, right? It was A.B. being A.B., whatever. But then... (laughs) But then we learned today, according to multiple reports, A.B. and Mayock got into a heated exchange on Wednesday. Players had to hold A.B. back. Yeah, it got that that heated. Players had to hold A.B. back. And one of those players was guess who, guys? <laughs> Vontez Perfect. 
How fitting is that? When Vontaze is the voice of reason, you know it's bad. Well, because of that altercation, the Raiders plan to suspend A.B. For how long, we do not know. But that's the plan. Now, here's the thing. He knows what is in his contract. He knows if he misses practice and is not cleared by the team that he's going to get fined. Why was he so surprised? Why? Because he's a superstar? So those rules don't apply to him? Is that what he's thinking? Did he think Mike Mayock was going to cut him some slack? I mean, Mayock was just doing his job. And you're telling me, this is like what I cannot wrap my mind around. You're telling me that you really tried to fight your general manager when he was doing his job and enforcing the rules, enforcing what you, A.B., contractually agreed to. Like, it got to that point over you not showing up for work. Really? If I didn't show up to work, I wouldn't get paid. Of course, unless, you know, I was using PTO. Uh, In this case, unless it was excused or cleared by the Raiders, right? If I try to fight my boss or any of my managers, I would get fired on the spot. On the spot. Not to mention that is just straight disrespectful. You know what I mean? He's completely disrespecting Mayock by even posting that on Instagram and then, of course, trying to fight him. And I have said this multiple times. I want to be on AB's side. I want this to work. But he is making it very hard for people to be on his side. So how does AB not understand that? Why is he playing the victim? I think it's time. It's been time. But I think it's time. Come on, AB, to look in the mirror. And honestly, let's just be real. With his salary, I mean, $54,000, yes, it's $54,000, but in relation to us, that's kind of like $100, right? To him. Pay it and move on. Pay the fine and move on. Be a pro. And I think Dan Orvlowski said it the best. He said, Antonio Brown is a great player, but he's not a great pro. Think about that for a second. And I totally agree, 100%. There's a huge difference. A.B. is one of the best, if not the best receivers in the game. He's a beast on the field. He takes your team to another level. But he is not a great pro. Now, to be a great pro, a great professional, what does that look like? You know, in terms of football. You handle your business the right way, right? On the field, Off the field, in the media, in the meeting rooms, you're in your playbook, you're watching film, you're leading by example, and most importantly, you're a good teammate. You show up for your team, right? And A.B., I think because of his superstardom, I have no idea. I mean, I think he thinks that he is bigger than the team. And that's selfish, it's immature, and it makes you question whether or not he has some mental health issues, that maybe he isn't in the right state of mind, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe he's not in a good place. If that's the case, then the Raiders, of course, should offer some help. But according to his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, that's not the case. Okay? Drew Rosenhaus was on the NFL Network today talking to Stacey Dales. um, And Rich Eisen actually asked Stacey to ask, (laughs) he was back at the studio, and asked Stacey to ask Rosenhaus about AB's state of mind. You know, if he's mentally ready to to play on the football field at a high level. And he said, 100%. He said, A.B. is fine. He's great. 
He doesn't think there's any issue regarding that. And he also said he's going to continue his career and do some great things. Obviously, that's like the PR guy in him talking, right? The agent in him talking. Okay, so if that's really the case and AB doesn't have a mental health issue right now, then AB knows exactly what he's doing. And he is exactly what I said earlier. Immature and selfish. Oh, and not to mention, he's petty. (laughs) Maybe we already knew that. But he unfollowed the Raiders and Derek Carr. (laughs) Derek Carr, his quarterback. The guy that he always says, oh, man, I love you, brother, blah, blah, blah. He unfollowed the Raiders and Derek Carr on Instagram. I can't believe we're talking about this in 2019, to be honest with you. Oh, my goodness, so-and-so unfollowed so-and-so. But, I mean, that's the world that we live in right now. Um, And that does say something. He unfollowed the official Raiders account and Derek Carr on Instagram. Yeah, okay, grow up, right? Also, I mean, if he really takes social media, like, seriously, what does that mean? I'm not your friend anymore. Screw you guys. I'm unfollowing you. What does that even mean, you know? And why? I mean, I get that he unfollowed the Raiders, but why unfollow Derek Carr? What the heck did Derek do to you? Seriously. Man, I really wish I was at practice. I really want to know how it all went down. You know what I mean? (laughs) Not just reports. I need to see it. Somebody got that on video, man. One of those Raiders video guys. That would be cool to see. Anyways, um, (laughs) speaking of social media, though, Rosenhaus actually said, because Stacey Dales asked him, like, is he going to scale back social media? Have you guys talked about that? Um, And he said that he, AB, and the team are working on that, (laughs) working on his uh, social media posts, scaling it back. And according to Rosenhaus, they're really trying to salvage the relationship uh, between AB and the Raiders um, and get things worked out so that AB can play. That's obviously the goal. He's also an agent, so he has to say these things because I don't know exactly how bad it really is, right? We don't know. And Mike Mayock, he did speak to the media, but he didn't say anything that we didn't already know. He made a brief statement, said Antonio Brown, is not in the building today and he won't be practicing. And he said, I don't have any more information to give you. And when it becomes appropriate, you guys will get the information, I promise. That's what he said. But he said, that's it for today, right? Then Gruden obviously had to talk to the media after practice and he didn't want to say a darn thing about Antonio Brown. He just kept saying, you know, the team's working hard. He's excited about the receivers they have. They're used to practicing without A.B., you know, because of what happened in training camp and playing without him because clearly he didn't play in the preseason. Um, So they're used to it, and they're going to adapt and adjust just like they have been. Um, And he said, the team will have an announcement later. I'm not going to get into all that stuff right now, but we'll have an official announcement later. So watch while I'm... um, taping this podcast or recording this podcast, watch them post something on their Twitter and release a statement. I'm going to be so mad. But anyways, hopefully it doesn't happen until tomorrow. But either way, we want some clarity, right? Now, according to Adam Schefter of ESPN, uh, the team could suspend him with the idea of trying to avoid that $30 million of guaranteed money. So that's going to be interesting as well to see really what happens. Honestly, as a Raiders fan... I'm convinced the Raiders can't have nice things. You cannot make this stuff up. You know what I mean? I mean, what has happened to the Raiders over the years? And not to mention, just last offseason, before 
the season kicked off, they trade away their best player, Khalil Mack, you know? So you're driving, I mean, Raider fans are already crazy. Yeah, we are already crazy, but we, we have the right to be crazy because the Raiders have made us crazy. It's like a girlfriend or boyfriend who you love so much, but they ain't doing the right thing. So it becomes volatile, but you still love them. So you're still in the relationship, right? And they drive you crazy, but you still love them. That's life as a Raiders fan, (laughs) no doubt. But honestly, it's really hard to fathom. But at the same time, as a fan, you can't be surprised, right? (laughs) No, you're, you're not surprised. Let's talk about the last 20 years. On the top of my head, okay, we're in 2019. Okay, so let's say the last two decades, right? Last 20 years. On the top of my head, they've had what? Like 11 or 12 different head coaches, including some interims, and then, you know, Gruden, of course, twice. Then, oh, no, I'm bringing it up, guys. The tuck rule game. <laughs> Man, then you have, you know, they, were, they traded away their head coach, John Gruden, then losing to him in the Super Bowl. Oh, I can't believe I'm even bringing this up because this is, ooh, this hurts. Barrett Robbins, before the Super Bowl, your center goes MIA, <laughs> goes to Tijuana to party, and misses the Super Bowl. I mean, I mean, dang, really? All right, let me not hate, though, because he was going through some mental health issues, so let me not laugh about that. Then you got, what, was it 2009, Tom Cable punches an assistant coach? <laughs> And that's just a fraction, fraction, you know, of the problems they've had. Oh, hold on. No. Now, most recently, aside from the Cleo Mack stuff and trading away Amari Cooper and all the drama they had last year, blah, blah, blah. Since that Super Bowl loss, right, in the 2002 season, you had years and years of losing seasons. What is that, 14, if I could do the math correctly? Because 2016, 2016 comes... First time in the playoffs since 2002, and just when you think things were turning around for the Oakland Raiders, Derek Carr having an MVP-like campaign, bam, breaks his leg on Christmas Eve, a couple weeks before the playoffs. (laughs) I don't even believe in curses, right? I don't believe in curses, but what has happened to the Raiders franchise, I'm starting to think, you know, maybe curses do exist, but again... Let's be honest, Raider Nation, you are used to this dysfunction. It's in the fabric of this organization. You know what I mean? And for me, I'm 35 years old, so I obviously wasn't here during the glory days. I was born the year of their last Super Bowl. But as Al Davis got older, things started getting a little crazy. Started losing it a little bit, you know, some loose screws up there. And then his son takes over. And let's, I have a good relationship with Mark Davis, so I'm not (laughs) going to say I'm not going to um, to mess that up, let's just say. But um, yeah, then Mark Davis took over and things obviously didn't get much better. Mark, I love you, bro. Anyways, I've accepted the dysfunction. This is my team. Okay, crazy Raiders. This is my team. So the question is, though, what do you think the Raiders should do now, right? Do they cut their losses now? Do they try to salvage the relationship? You know, Mike Mayock, he already put his foot down once. He said, you're either all in or you're all out. We need to know. And then Mayock enforced the rule, you know, fining Antonio Brown. He didn't like it. They get into an argument. 
And now Mayock is putting his foot down again and saying, we ain't playing that. We are not playing that. You ain't bigger than the team. So we're going to suspend you, right? So he's putting his foot down again for a second time. But when do you get to a point where you're like, look, enough is enough. We haven't played a single game yet. A single game. Antonio Brown has not played a single snap for the Oakland Raiders. And there has been so much drama over the last six months, right? Like, more drama in just these last six months than, like, a person has in their lifetime. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, maybe not that dramatic. But you get my point, right? Now, the selfish Raider fan in me is saying... Please, please do everything it takes to salvage this relationship. Please. We need him. You know, Carr finally has some nice toys to play with. Please figure this out. And if they can salvage the relationship, great. Yay. Okay, suspended one game. Cool. I'll be fine with that. Okay. But we need that guy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I mean, they have depth at receiver, but... As I mentioned earlier, Antonio Brown takes your team to another level. You know, there's no substitute for one of the best receivers in the National Football League. You can't substitute that. You can't fill that void. It ain't going to happen. Now, if they can't salvage the relationship, which would blow my mind, and we have probably everybody in Pittsburgh laughing. Nah, he's your problem now. Told you. Told you so, Right? Honestly, if they can't (laughs) come to an agreement and move on, this will go down as another moment in Raiders history that fans would like to forget. (laughs) And there's a long list, long list of those memories we would like to forget. (sighs) Now, honestly, I I do feel bad for Mike Mayock because he's been hired to, you know, help turn this thing around and fix the dysfunction with the franchise, you know? They don't want that stigma anymore. They don't want people to think the Raiders are, you know, this crazy dysfunctional franchise, right? But nothing has changed. You got different people in different positions with the same drama, same dysfunction. And we all know Gruden was the one who wanted AB. This was all him. If it was up to Mayock, I truly believe they would have never traded for AB. I really believe that. So now, how is this going to go over with Gruden and Mayock's relationship, right? Will this A-B situation cause a rift, you know, in their relationship? If Gruden picks a player over his GM, then of course there's going to be a problem, right? They've done a great job so far, and I've mentioned this multiple times in previous podcasts. They have done a great job playing good cop, bad cop. But they have to stay a united front. They have to. There could not be a problem with head coach and GM because we already know Gruden's getting paid $100 million. You know, he ain't going nowhere. And Mayock left an amazing job to become a GM. So they have to find a common ground. They have to agree on this situation. Hopefully they do. Hopefully there's no drama internally between GM and head coach. Either way, with or without AB, September 9th, That's when the season starts for the Oakland Raiders. Raiders, Broncos in Oakland on Monday Night Football. And even if A.B. doesn't play, it's obviously unlikely he's going to play. The Raiders are much more talented heading into week one than they were heading into week one last year. 
So that's something to smile about, Raider Nation. Yes, right now you don't have your number one receiver, but guess what? Such is life. We have been Raider fans for our whole lives, most of us, right? We're used to this. Got to keep on trucking and believe in the roster that we have right now, the other 52 players that are on that roster that are excited about Monday Night Football and excited about the 2019 season. So that's going to do it for this bonus episode of Keeping It 300. Hopefully I'm not doing another bonus episode tomorrow. But till next time, I'm Fallon and I'm out.